Welcome to the God Story Radio Broadcast with Chaplain Lynn. Thank you, Brother Ron. This is Chaplain Lynn. God's Story is a ministry outreach about our great, caring God being seen in and throughout His people's lives. Many say, does God care about me? Does He see what I'm going through? Does He know me personally? God's story tells of His great love for people like you and me. The greatest demonstration of His love is His precious Son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross of Calvary for our sins. The veil between God and mankind has been torn open. Be encouraged as you listen to today's testimony or sermon from a changed life now filled with a passionate love for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hi everyone. Here is a beautiful scripture to begin our program. Isaiah 35.1 The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. Today I am sitting with a beautiful rose, and her name is Janie Helgeson. Janie has blossomed and the fragrance of Jesus fills the air when she enters the room. Also, I would like to say, when I was growing up, my father loved Campbell's pepper pot soup. Praise the Lord! And I will say that Janie certainly is a pepper pot. She is full of life and vitality, a really precious friend. Well, praise the Lord. Janie, please begin to tell us your testimony, how God reached the depths of your being you know, from when you were a child and and now you're a, an adult woman. Welcome. Thank you so much, Lynn. It's a pleasure to be here. I give oh. all praise and glory to God. Amen. Yes, Janie. Well, um, I'm I'm from Puerto Rico. My mom and dad are uh, both from Puerto Rico. Dad was in the military. Um, I was born there in about, I guess I was six to eight months old when we moved to Columbus, Georgia, and that is where I was raised. Mom and Dad um, purchased a home there, raised all five kids. Uh, Mom just recently went to be with the Lord, August 26th of this year. Um, I'm still grieving over her death, but I know that she's in a better place as we speak. Amen. She was a strong Christian. She was a very strong Christian. She really was. And she loved the Lord with all of her heart. And people that knew her, they saw her. They saw Christ in her. He radiated in her life. Oh, what a beautiful, amen. beautiful beginnings you yeah, had having amen. a godly mother. Amen. When we were uh, being from Puerto Rico, a lot of Hispanics are Catholic. Yes. Uh, we were raised in the Catholic Church. I can't say that I, as a teenager and young adult, I went to church all the time. Um, Mom and Dad took us, uh, you know, as children here and there, but I really, I didn't know a lot about the Lord. I didn't learn a whole lot from about the Lord um, until after I was in my early 20s is when I came to know the Lord as my personal Lord and Savior. Actually, he used a movie to win me to him. Um, had gone to see The Exorcist. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know, I know. Went to see The Exorcist with a friend, and um, after the movie was over, uh, we had run into some friends that we didn't know were there. And when they walked out, they were talking about it, and they were going, well, don't you know about 666, and don't you know about Revelation? And I never, I didn't know about any of those things. Never heard about it. 
and God gradually used that movie and I started asking questions as I went back to my apartment <laughs> and uh, asked people all around me about it and he wooed me through that movie. Interesting. Yes. See how God can use he anything. He can work anywhere. And we put him in a box oh, we and we say, God, it's got to be this way, it's no. got to be this way, it's mm -mm, got to be this mm -mm. way, but no. No, you can be sitting in a bar, yes. actually, and the Holy Spirit can woo you there. So yes. we can't put limits, like you say, and put God in a box. He's oh, much bigger than that. How wonderful. Amen. Amen. So he wooed you. Then, yeah. then what was the next step in your journey? Well, I started becoming get, uh, under conviction. Yes. And I was living a life that wasn't pleasing to the Lord's standards. You know, I was in my early 20s doing what everybody else was doing, you know. And so um, it was during that time that I uh, began to go to ch different churches. And I lived in Memphis at the time and uh, went and visited different churches. And it was through the Holy Spirit wooing me. I just felt different. I couldn't do the things that I could do before. It was, I couldn't explain it because I was doing everything I was doing before. But then it just felt like... I was doing something wrong, mm -hmm. and it was the Holy Spirit wooing me from that lifestyle and things that I was doing. And wow. I gradually completely surrendered my life to Him, which was the, the most important thing I've ever done in my lifetime. Oh, praise amen. the Lord. That's so wonderful, mm -hmm. Janie. Yes, amen. Yes. God is so good. He'll lead the hundred, and it, He'll lead the ninety-nine and go look for that for the one. Yeah, He'll look for that one that has strayed away. And bring him to his fold. A caring and a loving oh, he father. Is, but More he caring is. and loving than we ever oh, could he know. Is. He really is at that. Wonderful. Oh, I love him so. Yes. Is there anything more that you would like to share us about your beginnings? Well, when as a child, mom and dad, um, but my, well, mainly my mother was involved in this, uh, the, it's called Santa Maria, I believe. It's a, it's a worship of, of saints. And mom had in her room, uh, different types of saints and she would pray to them there was always they had jewelry on them they had fruit by them and um and mom got there were times we would go to a neighbor's where they would do things in the spiritual realm uh i remember mom at one time a man's voice and i was a little girl maybe mm -hmm. five six maybe mm -hmm. and uh, i remember a man's voice coming upon my mother that was not my mother's voice oh how interesting and she would get a bottle of liquor and just chug it down and mom never drank and i believe at that time it opened me up to some things that of course uh didn't haunt me but as a child i remember waking up one night and seeing a dark figure in my room covered uh in black um, and it came toward my bed, and I remember sitting up thinking it was my mother. I didn't know, I never saw anything like that, so I began to call out my mom's name, and uh, it came nearer and nearer to my bed, and I screamed out for mom, and she came and picked me up. But I remember that, vi vi I remember that vividly today even. Yes, that made an impact yeah. on you. Yes, yes. So you believe that was a demonic being? It was a, uh, I believe it was a spirit. I think that spirit uh, was... It was a spirit of death, is what I've oh, I've understood. Yes, now that, that I've talked to people yes. that knew a little bit more about that, and and it was a spirit of death. But I think that spirit of death was on me even in my mother's womb because my mother woke up to a, a puddle of blood with me. Uh, and since then, I've had issues uh, that I've nearly died two or three times. You know that well. Yes, man. I do. And so I believe that spirit was on me, but that spirit has been broken off since then. I oh, went through. Praise God. Yeah, and I didn't know it was on me. Mm-hmm. But that spirit manifested itself. But yeah, there's probably many people we don't realize mm -hmm. what we're carrying. No, we don't. And it, uh, we need sometimes to go to a discerning Christian. Right. That's right. A Christian who hears the mm -hmm. Lord and discerns yes. and say, why am I going through yes. this trouble? Yes. 
So um, I did. I didn't realize that that spirit was on me. It manifested in, in a prayer meeting one time. Uh, and it, but at that time, it, w it was broken off of me. And I know, there's, I know the enemy can't try to take my life. He may try, but he can't take me. Right. You know, the Lord has something for me to do. Yes, a good call. Yeah, a good call. Good call. You know. A great call. <laughs> Amen. A great a call great for call. you, Janie. Yes. yes. It's for the orphans. Yes. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Janie really does have a heart for the orphans, and she has a ministry. And later on, she's going to share that with us. But she wanted to share about receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It was shortly after... Um, I went to that movie, I, I would probably think a year or so, and, and, and the Holy Spirit began to really convict me of things. I left, uh, I was living at, in Memphis, Tennessee at the time, and I, I had to move away, uh, and I moved home to with Mother. Uh, and it was at that time I ended up going to a Assembly of God church, and I walked down the aisle and received the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Um, it was definitely an experience. I mean, when you receive them, it's like this load comes off of you. The, the weight of sin, the weight of everything that you carry in life and mistakes that you have made. It, it was just all wiped clean when you received Jesus Christ. Um, and after that, we ended up going to a Bible study. And I didn't know the Word. I hadn't even been in the Word. I didn't know anything about the Word. But I knew that I wanted everything that the Lord had for me. And it happened that I wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, and with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I received it at that prayer meeting. Oh, And I, I'm so thankful <laughs> that I you know some people question things, too. Yes. They go in it too much, you know. And I just said, Lord, if it's in the Word, I want it. Exactly. Because everything that's in the Word is, is prevalent, prevalent for today, not yes. just back 2,000 years ago. It's for today. Um, and that power of the baptism, it, it really is a power in your prayer language. The enemy can't understand it. Sometimes you pray and you give all the information to the enemy as you're praying. And sometimes you don't you don't know what to pray and you just begin to pray in your prayer language. And it's the language that you're speaking straightly and directly to the Lord from your spirit to his. Amen. And there's nothing like it and the enemy can't can't understand it. Exactly. Amen. Exactly. Yes. Yes, and that's why Satan really fights. fights. Mm -hmm. God's people receiving more, yes. and it's according to Acts 2, if you mm -hmm. want to look that up in your Bibles. Mm -hmm. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Well, wonderful, Janie. Amen. Sometimes you just got to come to Him with <clears throat> faith and say, okay, Lord, I don't quite understand this, but if it's in the Word, I want it. And that's that's how I went into it, and I didn't question it, and I received it. It was a beautiful thing. Oh. It was only, at first, it was only a few little words. You know, it didn't come on me um, strong. It, you know, it, it, it comes on you more and more as you practice it and as you pray. Yes. Amen. Yes. We appreciate you tuning in. You're listening to God's Story on WGNZ with Chaplain Lynn speaking with Janie Helgeson. If you want more information, you can email me at chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Janie, there was a time when you let go of Jesus' hand. Would you like to tell us about that time? Yes. Um, it's, a, it's a difficult um, thing to talk about, but you know what? Um, God receives all the glory. Amen. And to help and, others. And to help others. Yes. Because the Bible says that the righteous fall seven times, but the Lord picks, picks us up. Right. And so um, I was married to the father of my three children, and um, there was a lot of issues in our marriage. Um that one day I just woke up and I didn't want anything to do with the Lord anymore. I 
I was going to church. I was li trying to live the right the right life. Uh, I was raising my two children in church, uh, uh, but the the stress of the marriage, the stress of everything, was just so overwhelming that I ran. Um, but really. As I look back on it now, Lynn, I wasn't running from the Lord. I was running right back into his loving arms. Oh, how he wonderful. was waiting for me. Yeah. And he wouldn't leave me. But I started doing things that I I never thought I would. But when you open the door just an inch to the enemy, you gotta be very careful because he'll come in and, and, and blindside you and that's what he did with me. And I love the Lord then just as much as I love him as I love him now. That's the whole strange thing about it. Um, but when I opened that door, I really couldn't even think. It was like a stronghold was around my mind. Um, and I stopped going to church. I started going to the bars and drinking and partying. And I would sit at the bars, Lenny, and, and drink and have my cigarette in hand like a, like a, like a fool, really. Uh, and the Lord would, would be there trying to woo me. <laughs> And I would sit there and go, now I know what Jonah felt like. <laughs> and I would, <laughs> listen, I'm not proud of this, but this is my story. And I yes. hope it can help somebody. Yes. But yes. that's just where I was. Yes. And I would argue with him because he wouldn't let me have a good time. <laughs> and I thought I was having a good time. But I was the most miserable. I was the most miserable. And my children suffered for it. I mean, I wasn't, um, my life, it was like I, I had to be in the bars all the time, just laughing and cutting up and dancing. But I was I was the most miserable. A way of escape way. for you. It a was. way of escape. It wasn't an escape. It was just in the, I was in the, I was a ploy in the enemy's yes, hands. Yes, exactly. And he took me away from my purpose and my destiny that God had for me. Mm -hmm. For 10 years, I was out there like a, a crazy person, really. It's hard for me to even think about it, really, from where I am right now with him. I, but you know, there was a time I carried that burden. I, I felt, I felt, um, well, you know, where you felt bad about the lifestyle you lived and the things that you did. Condemnation was always on me. Um, you but just the Lord, can't be happy. Oh, you can't. I wasn't you were, happy. You were miserable. Oh, I really was. I was miserable. Miserable. But I, miserable, I, I, miserable. Yeah, that's right. And miserable misery loves company. Either I was in the midst of all of them that, that were just as unhappy as I was. So all the people who are praying for their sons and daughters yeah, who don't are, give up, don't give up. No, but they, they no, are don't. miserable. Yeah, because my family were praying for me. Yes. And because of that, I am where I am today. Amen. And I'm just full of the love of the Lord and and happy and oh. I just can't get enough of him in my life. I know. He's my you, everything. You have a passion for oh, the Lord that's powerful. I love my daddy. So you really, I said escape, but really you don't escape no, from Jesus you don't. ever. No, Never. you can't. You can't. And that's very And like I said, I was trying to run away from him, <laughs> yes. and I ended up running right back into his loving arms. He was waiting on me. Yes. He wouldn't leave me in the mire. In the mire. How wonderful. Yeah, that's he encouraging. wouldn't leave me there. Yes, encouraging. And, and it's not just me. He loves his children, any of his children that fall back. Yes. He is there for you. He's waiting on you. He's he's uh, he, he knows where you're at, and he's not there to condemn you because I didn't feel condemned. That came from the enemy. Mm-hmm. The, lo the love of the Lord was what drew me back. Oh, hallelujah. The love of the Lord drew me back. So you decided one day, you just said, this is enough. I'm oh, tired oh, of this. Yes. And you just went back to church yes. and started praying. Well, I started going back little by little, and I still had one foot in the world. and Because the enemy didn't want to lose, didn't want to lose his grip yes. on me. And I was in a battle. I was in a battle for my soul. Yes. And, I, you know, you hear the grace message and, well, your sins are. But I, I don't think. And I loved him as much as I love him now. I did. 
Well, you're passionate. I, I mean, you, I love them. Oh, I love them. And and so I think if I would have died in my sin, I, I don't know. You hear the grace message that your sins yeah, yeah. are all forgiven from the time you get saved. Well, I did some things. I didn't ask for forgiveness during those things that I was doing. I don't know if I, I don't think I would have gone to heaven. So I really praised him that his hand was upon me and he didn't, he didn't leave me there. Yes. He didn't leave me there. He loved me too much. Amen. 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 Janie, you mentioned that the spirit of death was still on you even after you came back to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Would you like to tell us about this experience? And you had a deathbed experience, yes. didn't you? Yes. I was living in Memphis, Tennessee at the time, and I was pregnant with my second child. Um, I had gone into labor and uh, had some issues with the labor. Um, and apparently after that delivery, I had developed some serious uh, health issues, which I didn't know about. Um, and my daughter had, was in kindergarten, and I'd gone to her school. They were having the Valentine's Day party. I, I like to do a lot of volunteer work for the school when my kids were little. Um, and it was at that day I, I started becoming very ill. Uh, I had to leave the party, and I told my daughter to be out waiting for her in the car. From the time that I drove home, which was just a block and a half or so, I don't even remember walking into the house. Oh, my. Um, I was literally dying uh and my husband at the time was trying to tell me to go to the hospital but the fear was over me that I was afraid to go but I thank God that he talked me into going and um I was treated at a hospital in all in Cincinnati and I was very sick they told the doctors told my husband that I was very very sick uh and they found that I had thyroid issues but that wasn't the main problem well my mother and dad and one of my sisters drove from Georgia to help me with my kids while I was in the hospital. And my mother at the last minute said, because my husband at the time did a lot of traveling, uh, and I would have been alone, and I had no family there. And I thank God that was God's plan for me not to be alone. Uh, Mom and dad took me home and with the, my two kids. And a few days later, I went into a coma. Oh. I had a temperature of 106 degrees. Um, but my mother prayed before she came to see me I was in intensive care and she prayed before she came to see me and she asked the Lord said Lord don't don't allow anybody to walk in on me when I'm with her don't let because there were doctors in and out trying to save my life my temperature was 106 and and uh, and so there were people in and out but this day that she came and this is the story I got after because I was in the coma I didn't know anything was going on that mom came in and she said that my lips were cracked and she got a piece of ice and wet my lips a little bit and she began to have a, a conversation with daddy. And she said, Lord, with, with, with the Lord. With the Lord, yeah, yes, with the Lord. With God. And with God. And so she began to pray to him and she said, he, she said basically, I'll, I'll paraphrase it, that if it was my time to go, that I was ready and I was ready. But she said, Lord, she's got two small children that only a mother really could take care of. She said, I can raise them, but it wouldn't be like their mother, you know. Yes. And then she said that she uh, kind of prayed. I guess if I saw my child in that state, that I would probably pray a little selfish prayer. And after she got done praying, Lenny, it wasn't even 10 minutes I woke up out of that coma. Oh, It wasn't the next day. It wasn't a week or two days. She actually... Prayed and she, she prayed answered, through. She prayed, prayed through a simple prayer by faith, and God answered it. And I woke up out of that coma. And when she went out to the waiting room to tell the family, they thought she was lying or kidding around. And they said, "No, she's awake. You can go see her." <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I praise God. the Lord yes. for that miracle. How wonderful! He, he did. He yes. intervened for me. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so glad you had a strong praying mother oh, that you're did. here with us today. Yes, amen. What a blessing. Amen, amen. A huge blessing. Janie, please tell us about the ministry that the Lord has opened up for you today. Thank you, Lenny. I appreciate the opportunity. It was about six years ago that I went to Africa. I visited seven nations there. And um, we were, I was with a group of people from um, the area, and we were setting up in um, the bush uh, for a crusade. Um, we, the, the men were putting up the speakers and everything. I'm a lover of people. I love people, but God baptized me with a love for the African people. I, I knew that something happened spiritually there. I, I just began to love the people, to welcome there, uh, for, for them to come to hear the speaker that was going to sp- speak. And uh, all of a sudden, these little children came out of nowhere, and I began just loving on them and kissing on them with the love of Jesus. And one of the pastors came up to me and said, Mom, he said, all these children have been abandoned. And oh. then when he told me that, it broke your heart. It was my heart. Mm. I held those little kids in my arms. My nose was running all over their little heads as I was weeping. I knew something powerful had just taken place in my life. And I continued to hold them. And I went to sit down. And I've never had that conversation like that with God about my life or anything. But I knew something happened. And I sat down and I began to say, Daddy. I said, Lord, I said, you didn't bring me all the way here for me to experience what I just experienced and for me to walk away and do nothing. What is it? What is it, Lord? I'll do whatever you want. I said, my life is yours. Take me, I'm yours. And from that, Lynn, I didn't know how God was going to do it because I'm not the smartest person on the block. You know, I've never done ministry, but I knew something happened that day. I really felt the only way that I can describe it to people, it was God's spirit was broken in my spirit, if that makes sense, over these little children. He loves the little orphans. He loves them. He loves them. And he loves the widow. Yes. And God called me into that ministry. And I didn't know how he was going to do it, but I do do know that it was just steps of faith and trusting in him. And he's opened doors for me in that area. And now I'm in, I have a small little orphanage in India, in the, in India area. I'm working on another one in Kenya. Uh, we're paying off a home there. Uh, and so it's all been a step of faith because I didn't know how to do it. But you know what? I got out of the way. Yes. And I allowed him to open those doors. And he, and at one time I, w- I was having a thought. I know it was what my thought now that I look back on it about becoming a 5013C. And I, and I just had a thought that entered my mind. And I said, Huh, of all the people that I know in the Ohio area, Cincinnati area, Dayton area, I don't know a lawyer. And it happened to be that I knew someone that I, I dog sit. I'll do a lot of different odd jobs. And I had a dog sitting job for a woman who was a lawyer but wasn't practicing it. And I stayed in her home and took care of her four dogs and didn't know that she was an attorney. And I talked to her a little bit about what I felt the Lord was calling me to the orphans. And I called her one day, and I asked her about becoming a 5013C. She goes, Janie, I know exactly. I'm helping someone do that right now. Oh, how and God helps us. How he, he put the thought in my mind. And that was a time when people were, were applying for the 5013C that were having issues because they were a Christian organization. But mine went right through, oh, and wow. I became a 5013C. And thus, I become Janie Children's Home Ministry. 
Mm. Amen. Would you like to share with the viewers how they can sow into your ministry? Oh, I would love that. Um, I have a website, and it's uh, janiechildrenshome.org. Um, you can go in there and see my testimony and some of the uh, different nations where I'm at and where God is calling me. Um, and they can donate there if they like. Oh, how wonderful. That's Amen. A, yes, yes, Amen. yes, yes. So the enemy tried to take me out because he knew my purpose was for the orphan and the widow. In my home in India, I have five children, and I also have an, uh, a widowed woman that lives with them who was destitute. So she's living there, has some food, and, and the kid children, all five of them, are going to school. We pay for their home. We pay for their schooling. Uh, the ministry is able to buy everything that they need. So that's such a blessing. And, it, you know, they try to thank me, but I tell them, no, 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 don't thank me. God gets all the glory. He's the one that's done it. Amen. 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 Oh, no, no, no. I'm just his hands and feet, but he gets all the glory. Oh. I love that. Praise the Lord. No. Praise the Amen. Lord. Amen. Um, for those of you that may be listening right now and you feel a tug at your heart, that's the Holy Spirit wooing you to him. And it's so simple to become a Christian. It's uh, You just ask him to come into your heart and to forgive you of your sins. And you make him the Lord of your life. Um, you will definitely feel his presence over you right now as you do this. And when you do, you know what? The angels in heaven are rejoicing over you. Uh, and so do this. After you uh, receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's always good to um, go to a church and have fellowship with like believers because God has a call for your mm -hmm. life and he has a ministry mm -hmm. that he may want to open up to you just like he did for Janie. And we did mention her website, but I would like to mention it again and just in case you didn't receive it. It's janiechildrenshome.org. If you feel to sow into her ministry, or it, can she, they contact you through that website? Yes. Okay, well, praise yes. the Lord. Now, Janie, you had left the Dayton area, but you're, I understand you're going to be moving back to the yeah. Miami Valley. Yeah, the Lord um, had me move in with my 92-year-old mom a year and a half ago, um, and I put everything in storage and moved down there, which was such a blessing. Mom, as I said, went home to be with the Lord in August, and I thank God for that time with her. Oh, praise the Lord. Janie, it was so wonderful to have you come, and we just praise God for the work that you're doing, and we just glorify his name for your testimony. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in next Wednesday at the same time, 1.30 p.m., for another edition of God's Story. If you'd like to reach God's Story, you can email chaplainlynradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and to share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you, wanting to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious, loving hand move in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? 
Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us, true peace while living on this earth. John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, Wonderful Peace, has these words, Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in again next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. or Friday at 12.30 p.m. for another edition of God's Story. If you would like to hear more God's Story broadcasts, tune into YouTube or anywhere you download your favorite podcasts. One can also listen live at WGNZ.com. To reach God's Story, please email chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you and wants to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand moving in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living life here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us true peace while living on this earth. John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, Wonderful Peace, has these words, Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. This is Chaplain Lynn saying, May the wonderful peace of Jesus Christ fill you to overflowing today. May you experience the depths of his sweet love and how much God loves you.